What up, what up, what up? Welcome to another episode of 94 Feet with Coach JT. And do me a favor, please leave a like in the comment section. Uh, let me know what you think because I continue to grow this podcast. Um, continue to connect good people, do good business, um, put on for the city, but also everybody in the, in Sacramento, California, across the world today, man. Just do me a favor and uh, yeah, hit the like button, subscribe, leave me some comments. Um, before I get to this intro, man, under the circumstances, I always got to show love, um, but respect and due to the unforeseen however you want to call it last night that took place in my city in our city um just want to give my condolences to everybody out there who lost someone who somebody got injured even if who got scared who's in that out there downtown last night man just pray for all the businesses all the people all the families affected because it's life is important and we value we should value life more we should value others and from from my heart to yours to to my guests that i'm going to introduce they feel the same way i'm sure and just everybody in the city and my dj uh, shout out to, to DJ Eddie, man. Like I said, just, just prayers for everybody who's lost somebody or who's affected by that tragic um, incident last night in, in our city, man. Um, prayers going out. Condolences and everything, man. Seriously. Um, man, this is this this is an interview that was very unexpected, but man, I'm glad I got this gentleman in the, in the building today. Um, known this young man for, uh, probably much half his life and pretty much half of mine. Um, he's a Sacramento kid. This kid is currently, he's in, in his, on his resume, he's been ranked number one at 132 pounds in 2018. Um, he was ranked number two at 138 pounds in 2021. He's a one-time national champion. He's a three-time champion. But also, I mean, he's a friend. He's a little brother, a little homie, young man now. Um, he's a good person. Um, shout out to the Powell family. Um, here in the studio live, we got Lorenzo, the golden one Powell, along with his trainer, can't forget that we, we cannot forget the man behind the scenes but also in the ring with this young man um marty chima man so what's up you guys how you doing good good yourself thanks good. man thanks for coming man yeah doing great thank you thanks for taking time out your busy schedule i mean so you know i mean we've our background is is, is lengthy but also it, it originated from the basketball court and 94 feet on the show you know it's, it's the pressure you put on the court the length of the basketball court but also man it's just life in general but i mean for those who may not know you personally right because they've probably seen you grow up a lot of people seen you grow up sure. as little renzo you know what i mean um give us a little bit about just growing up in sacramento and what was that like for you at an early age man how was how was that um you know growing up in sacramento was nice um uh i always had all my parents in the household i uh, you know i came from a household it was a lot of us uh so we, we was pretty much a family that always stuck together so um you know, everybody think of Sacramento and they think of negative, negative, negative. Mm-hmm. But, you know, there's negative everywhere you go. Yes. It's kind of like long place, wrong time. Mm-hmm. You know, that can happen anywhere. Um, so, yeah, growing up in Sacramento wasn't too bad at all, actually. It was actually pretty nice. That's what's up. And you talk about a lot of your family members, man. How many, you know, how big was that family uh, in the household or just who you guys or just the family in general that was always around? Because you guys rolled deep no matter where sure. y'all went. In the house, it was at least eight or nine of us. Big, big For family. Sure. That's what's up. Um, let's talk about that. You know what I mean? As far as that many siblings or family members in the house, as I know your older bro, both of them actually, um, competition. What was that like growing up in a, in a household where sports or just activities was highly recommended, expected, but just to compete, man, what was that like for you growing up and being one of the younger ones having to go with just the big dogs, big bros like that? How was that? It was definitely, it was definitely nice. Um, it always gave me like a reason to push even harder. But even as a kid, everybody always seen my work ethic. Like you said, other people say he was always the youngest out there with the older cats, mm-hmm. you know, trying to do everything they can do, if not more. So uh, growing up with older siblings, different sports, same sports, some, um, it was definitely nice. That's what's up. Yes, uh, being being the small at the time or whatever, you know, we talk challenges, right? What was the biggest challenge or something you had to overcome 
during the time, during those times of your early childhood, being like, man, I'm small on these dudes, but what are some things you remember that, like, man, I know eventually I'm going to get over this, but just just give me some time. Definitely trying to prove myself, for sure. I remember when, uh, you know, uh, Gio's old coach, Coach Zeb, I was always the littlest guy. He like, hey, you got to slow down. You know, you one of these guys hit you or something, you'll get hurt. Like, I used to run with them and stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm like, Coach, nah, you know, I got this. You know, I was and I was young. I was little. Uh, and I remember he, he used to always tell the uh, the players, if he finishes lap before y'all, y'all running all practice. I'm mm-hmm. like, hey, I'm gonna show y'all I can do. I got what it take. I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do more than y'all can. You know, even as a younger. Yeah, putting the pressure on the, the older fellas, For man. Sure. Uh, man, talk about sports backgrounds, man. What what were the sports you were? You were I mean, again, because you're still in that. <laughs> you're how old are you right now? Nineteen. Nineteen years old. But you, but your 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 charisma, your aura, definitely of a, of a well groomed, well mature young kid. Because people don't talk as good as you do that. But given um early age, what are all the sports you put your hand in? Like what was what was things that caught your eye? Was it football, basketball? What were the main ones that was like okay, I want to do that? Yeah, for sure, just basketball and football. You know, I did other sports at school and stuff, but mainly like actually playing was basketball and football. So in those both sports preferred, what are who are or what are the people that you may have looked up to or kind of wanted to mimic your game after during time? Because, I mean, and you're 19, but you were, in a, you were in an era where there's a lot of basketball, like, TV, high level at that point. Like, you, sure. who were some people you want to emulate or looked up to? For basketball, I would definitely say Dwayne Wade. Okay. You know, I, like, he's definitely yeah. slept on. You know, we talk about basketball players or high-level basketball players. Yep. He's never really brought up like that. True. Um, and then for football, I would definitely say De'Anthony Thomas. He was always nice. <sighs> Fast. Yes, sir. Went to Oregon, right? Yeah, That's, yeah okay. Oregon Ducks. That's what's up. Dang. Okay. So watching big bros play, put in work, even you trying to f- find your path in the sports world with those two sports. What was your workouts training like for you? Cause I mean, right now in your career path now, you know, unlimited access, but even then, what was your access to like training or working out? What, what was that like? Um, it was pretty much, um, I definitely didn't work as hard as I did now, but like I said, I don't think no sport requires the, the amount of work ethic or hard work is boxing. And I'm not just saying that to be biased because I that's what I do and this is my passion. Yeah. But um I was just going to football practice, basketball practice once a day, go home, do whatever. Now it's like we in the gym in the morning, mm. back in the evening, and then at night we're back again. And it's not always hard work, you know, yeah. sometimes it's mentally, sometimes it's running. I also go to high yoga. I do a lot, but it's always boxing, boxing, boxing. That's what's up. Um sure. during high school, well actually as you matured, like fit, get your feel to the sports. When did this feel for boxing start or come into play? Like, because I mean, that's one thing I surprisingly I don't remember it being talked about a lot. I mean, maybe heard him say you were doing it, but because if not, I would have probably been there. So I, was, I missed sure. out because I mean, we was at the games together or vice versa, supporting the brothers. I'm like, I never knew that. And I was like, damn, I didn't know he put on the gloves. So when did that kind of feel or kind of interest like well, I might want to do this? Because that's totally different from actually giving hits in bat football or giving a, a lay giving them blows in basketball now you now you're but you got to receive them too sure. or stay away you try not to get hit for sure so when did that kind of be like something you had interest in you know it was kind of unexpected it wasn't like i was doing football and you know what what other sport can i do it was actually for the football organization we always had to set up a fireworks stand so all the organized the you know the fireworks stands were mm-hmm. in july those were actually ran by football organizations okay so we had one of them for the south side vikings and i had some uh stable mates or uh teammates however you want to call it mm-hmm. um had already boxed with coach marty and we were, one day we was at the fireworks stand where we were like it was only three of us up there or two of us up there me and uh tj and he had already tj had already boxed with coach marty i'm like i want to be up here with all these old folks i'm trying to you know i want to go with y'all <laughs> so i asked my parents yeah. they let me go to the gym i go in the gym the first day i didn't know nothing about boxing but i thought i was gonna work out so then coach had sat me down he's like he i introduced myself and then he was like okay this is with the gym and i was looking at the gym 
basically gave me a tour of the gym and then I sat I sat down and he was like today I'm just gonna have you watch I'm like I want to work out and he's like not just watch you know and just see how everything goes and how how it flows so I'm watching I see I see my boy TJ working out mm-hmm. and I tell him at the end of the practice I'm like hey coach I want to do this it's, like, it's something I see yeah. myself doing he's like son you this this, this you can't do this you gotta slow you play this yeah for sure you you can't just jump into it you come mm-hmm. into football just to watch and then I talked to him like no nah, I'm ready to give up football or basketball for sure what age was this 11 and a half the first the first day i walked into the boxing gym and he you're, said so you say you're ready to give it up i mean up. and that instantly that's, that's the crazy part too as an actor as you were and still are to stop doing those other things which you were pretty good at and you know what i mean but no that's in the financial your passion or something that you like this is this is me yeah that's super crazy man how was the the response when it was given to like the family mom dad kind of like Cause I know they basketball, football. It's it's sure. that how you know they go. They go hard, man. Shout out to mom and dad, man. Good people, man. Like I said, knowing them, like I said, half my life, man. And just really, and they there. They supportive though too. But yeah. knowing that you were gonna shift your focus athletically, what was that like? You know, dad was behind me, but mom and granny was kind of scared. They like boxing, like you. Oh, know, they want you to get hit. for sure. That's no helmet on, right? They want you, baby so, yeah, getting the face messed up. Yeah, they wasn't too. They wasn't too behind it at first. But then yeah. the coach had talked to them, like, oh, come watch one of, as we got later down the line. Come watch one of his spars. And they watched my very first bar at the gym, and I actually had did pretty good against the kid. Okay. And I, I would say I had the better hand. So okay. then that's when they started getting on board, and then as okay. we went on, they just got on board more and more. So you said 11, preteen already. You're deciding to really put effort into something that a lot of kids don't do or, or sacrifice things a lot of kids won't sacrifice. What it, Do you ever feel like you were missing out on certain things? No. Nah. No, sir. That's crazy. All right, let's talk the schedule then. What was the grind like at 11, 12-year-old, 13, starting to really now focus on this as a as a career path or like option? Like, what was that like for you? I know outside of school, what was your day like? You know, pretty much everybody said they want to be like Floyd. Everybody want to be like Floyd, but nobody puts the work in. Like, yeah. And then everybody see us now going to L.A. every week, traveling, mm-hmm. um, you know, training two or three times a day, just putting the extra hours mm-hmm. in. But people think we just started doing that, but they don't know we've been doing that. Even when I started, that's what I was doing. It's just... I don't know. The moment I walked into the boxing gym, I just fell in love with it. That's that's super so dope. It's so, always been a hard work ethic. Did kids ever be like, "Man, hey, come over with us"? Was it easy to be like, "No, I got something else to do"? Or did you, you know, what I mean, how did you handle those, those situations? Because I mean, it was a lot of stuff going on. Like, say so you had the option to do other things, high school events, family events, sometimes. But sure. how was it? How did you defer or say, you know, what I mean, separate yourself a little bit without people like, "Nah." We, not detaching from them, but separating because you want to chase. You're chasing a goal, a dream right now. So I had some uh, some friends in school that would, oh no, nah, you can go work out later. So come play basketball with us, come mm-hmm. play football with us. No, that's not what I'm here for. That's not me no more. Um, I also had some people, you know, some actual fellow teammates and their parents try to bribe me back, like, oh, I'll give you shoes, I'll give you money to come back. But even at a young sports. age, Damn. yeah, even at a young age, they couldn't bribe me back. You know, and a young kid, they hear money and shoes, they over, they they ready to jump to it. But me, it was couldn't bribe me back. Still, I'm still trying to fathom the fact you're only, you're only 19, but where's your maturity level? And again, shout out to mom and dad because they are, you know, you've been around some adults for a long time in different stages, sure. but the the way to just process things, speak uh, collectively and very super like, again, don't let this, the baby face fool you. You know what I'm saying? The face to me looks the same, but also I know you're a young man. I've seen you outside. It's been years since I've seen you, bro, but yeah. you feel like the kid I know 10 years ago. Sure. But who who do you kind of assess some of the your demeanor to or who do you mimic kind of just your daily going who would reflect like? This man right here. Oh, okay. Yeah, you know, um, um, I think for boxing, you know, it doesn't just teach you how to fight. Mm-hmm. You know, depending on what gym you go to or who you with, 
you know, the crowd, like the crowd, you, you become who you hang around, you know? Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I was always like a hyper kid, but, and I was respectful, but, you know, um, just changing the way I talk, the way I walk, you know, my charisma, I got to give it to this man right here. That's what's up. Yes, sir. Um, as you shift into this um, full-time career business type mode in your life, what are some challenges that faced you at an early age that you could probably tell somebody? Because I'm sure, and I know some other kids, other boxers, people are just interested in you and alone, knowing you, but that you face that you had to kind of deal with. Some of the challenges I think we for surely overcome, like us together as a team, um, was like going to national tournaments early. So, you know, like most kids, they'll get a lot of local fights, like one day fights, one day fights, and then go to like tournaments later down the line. We had got, I think, a couple of fights. It was five. Yeah, four five, or five. Six, yeah. And then went straight to the nationals. Our first nationals, we won it. Um, then fought, we was going to fight for Team USA and Azerbaijan, which is like two hours past Russia internationally. We got canceled and stuff. But, um, you know, just showing people like I'm here. This I, I, I can step up to the big stage and I'm still going to be me. Like I'm still going to shine under the lights. That was by far the biggest challenge that we overcame. But we didn't look at it as a challenge. So. And you said you met coach in 11. 11 and a half. 11 and a half. Yes, sir. It was 2014. 2014. Almost 10 years ago. July 1st. It'll be eight years. Eight years. You did say that. So, Coach, what did you – because to read him and say, I'm going to sit this – you got to sit and watch one. A kid, a kid who wants to be in everything, who wants to – is that something that's required for all of the guys anyway to come in? They have to be – because I'm – I'm a teacher, right? Me, I like, I mean, teaching, but also like, you got to watch. I want to ask is that you guys watch sports. You guys watch what you, uh, some, they don't, they watch highlights, but no, if you can sit there and watch, cause that's how you learn too, right? Right. Visually. Then we have a conversation. That's two ways to learn, right? And then you hear, you know what I mean? So putting all your three senses together, right? right. But how, I mean, how was your response or what was your vibe? Like when you asked him to sit down and kind of that first time, knowing he probably wanted to jump in there. Cause I know he probably would want to go in there and probably get to work. Yeah. Oh, how yeah. was that? How'd that go for you guys? Um, I had him sit down at the end of the, it was, maybe an hour, hour and a half practice coach. How do I sign up? No, nah, you're, you're a football star. I heard about him uh -huh. through the other kids. You're a football star, you're a basketball star. Yeah. That's you. You're just here to get in shape. And first day he tells me, no, this is what I want to do. That's crazy. So he left next day, he brings his mom and dad. And, um, serious people. <laughs> yeah. Talking in the office. I know mom was doing check, check. Check off, check off list, right? I know she wasn't going. Yeah, and so I asked him. I asked him a question straight up. Lorenzo, why boxing? Why? And he told me from what he's seen that very first day sitting in there and mm. watching those other kids, everything's on me. I don't have to carry a team. At yeah. 11 and a half. But and being an individual, but respons that's a major responsibility yeah. to do that training. And how 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 many actually ask this question, how many 11-year-olds are young um, boxers that want, don't make it. I'm sure numbers are a lot, right? Yeah, a lot. A lot. Very hard sport. Right. How do you deal with parents? How do at I that deal age? with parents? Yes. At that age? Is it a, it's difficult. Okay. Yeah, it's very difficult. Uh, every dad thinks their child's the right. next, next world champion. Mm -hmm. But this sport, you got all across the world, you got millions and millions of boys and girls, young men, young women trying to make it. Mm -hmm. How many of them make it? very small percentage how many make it to the top even smaller than that uh this kid the first day well the second day first day i didn't really have him do anything just sit and watch second yep. day there was another trainer that was helping me out at that time and uh me and him looked at each other and didn't even need to say anything you already knew what's up. already knew 
That's different yeah. though. Or it was different. They come around different. He's special. Yeah. He's special. Right now, I take him to world class gyms in LA and Vegas, all over, and uh, that's what they ask me. That's what it. they tell me. They I ask me, it. yeah, how many fights he has. The pros that he spars with, how many fights you got? And he'll be like, oh, 30 something, 45. Amateur. He don't say amateur, 30, 40 fights. Pro, right? No, amateur. And they they can't believe it. So, and even that aspect, man, I've been definitely learning a lot more since before I knew he was boxing, but just definitely learning. But how difficult or I, how much work did they even put in to become a pro? Like, how many fights? What's those numbers look like? Because I mean, I know some people's numbers are different, greater based upon yeah. what's like the numbers. Some people think are 100 or more. A lot of the kids that have 100 or more fights, a lot of their fights are when they're 8, 9, 10 years old. And they're but it's still fighting. counted, though. It's still okay. counted. Right. It's still counted. Most of the kids kind of thrown in there and pushed in there. They don't really learn until they're a little older. Me okay. and Lorenzo have kind of like what Kobe says or said in, mm-hmm. in his, uh, in his uh, interviews, the hours that we put in. Mm-hmm. 10,000 hours yes, on the clock here, right? We're putting in seven eight hours a day like a full-time job i mean but you have to be sharp right you have to like for example yesterday we're down in la i know that wild card yeah i put them maybe 20 rounds on the mitts and a few of the coaches there geez how many rounds you guys gonna do but that's what it takes and it wasn't full all hard works a lot of it's mental Mm -hmm. this sport once you're in shape you're in shape Mm -hmm. once you know boxing you know boxing but you're always learning Mm -hmm. you never can stop learning but it's the mental. When you take a good shot, how are you gonna how are you gonna react? You're gonna keep your composure. Or you're gonna fall apart. The sport is very mental, and this kid is. I've been doing this a long time. The tough, most mental toughness I've and, ever seen. And he's seen it. I mean, family's been through it. Brothers, we put his brother through. I mean, I know coach's brother. We try to put him in situations where they, but also play against always bigger and better kids. Their whole group that went to that school, but his older brother's team, basketball, they knew, like, it don't matter. You know, you still play through all that. Right. It's okay. And I respect that to those parents, too, of those guys, because they never let, they never question, never waver. They was like, no, y'all going to learn. It'll it'll benefit you later on. But also, I'm big on sports being a life teacher. Yes. Outside, you can put the glove down. I can put the coaching down. But how are you in community? How are you a good person? Stuff yeah. like that, right? Like, like for example, um, ever since day one, I brought him up integrity, and you got to be mm-hmm. a good person, and 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 speak well, yep. and and in public or out of public doesn't matter. Back in, you probably seen that back in October, I believe it was. He's running down the street, yeah, on that purse, yeah, almost four thousand dollars cash. Yeah. How many people are gonna return yeah. that nowadays? Yeah, yeah. I, that's a big so, attribute to you, like I said, yeah. and his family, man, it being. Yeah. It being embedded in them, though, too. But also, you also got to do work on the inside to keep it that way, right? right. So we talk about, like, the mental health parts, right? And yeah. God knows we're in a different place as a as a community, as a nation, and mental health stuff and education I'm teaching in a school campus and just doing even sports, right? right. So what are, what are, if any, packages do you, man, as though kind of just work on to keep it? Because, bro, I mean, like, yeah, I, would, I love to work out and train, too. But I'm not getting in the ring letting nobody swing on me, bro. So, um, but how do you, what do you work on just to keep yourself, um, one, as far as, because, I mean, you could get tested physically, but also mentally, you know, stuff like that, too. So, um, how do you get, how do you just kind of, you know, just say, hey, what do you do or who helps you get that outside of the yoga stuff? I know yoga kind of helps that, too. But what else, anything else you do that you kind of keep your, your mind, your stability? Because I know it can't always be smooth sailing. Mm-hmm. For sure. Um, you know, it's never nothing really negative in my head. Like I'm just a happy person, uh, and I just keep boxing on my mind all day. So it ain't like my mind my mind veers off somewhere else and it's like, oh wait, hold on, I gotta recollect myself. It's like this is me, that's what I do. It's my life. 
you know, um, I'm always thinking about how I can get better. Um, always thinking about, you know, listening more, what I could have did yesterday. Um, the only, I would say, and it's not negative. I would say just to kind of push me even more. Like if I get done with something, like if I get done running, mm-hmm. oh, I could have threw another sprint in there. Um, you know, more. I could have went a little longer, you know, just to get, yeah. you know, just that extra work. So coach, yes. how do you get him away from, cause I, I, you have to rehab and recover too. How hard is it to pull him out of stuff? It's hard. It's hard, but I, I, I do it. Uh, like after nationals, we go to nationals. Renzo, I don't want to see you for a week. He's at the gym. I was going to say, you might not. <laughs> okay, crazy. you may, you came to the gym. You're not working out. You can help me run the classes. You can help me okay. do this. But no, nothing physical. By Say we get back Monday from out of town. He didn't by, work his way by back Wednesday. in there. Yeah, he's, <laughs> I, no, so you got to rest. You got to recover. But, um I mean, he listens to me very well. We communicate yeah. very well with each other, and um, that trust and that bond, yeah. though. I mean, even any sports or coach, right? The buy-in, especially you see results. So it always helps you yeah, if you're winning, you get good results, right? Right. But that foundation of it laid, whether you win or losing, based upon okay, we're still working together, we're pushing and stuff like that. Right. Um, as far as you talked about that teaching, right? I don't know how many times you had opportunity to help or teach or facilitate, though. Mm-hmm. What is that aspect like for? Because now you're on a different. As you know, now you can see what it's like I'm to be a yes. Yeah. Everybody like parents or athletes go, oh yeah, it's cool. Y'all don't give me come on this side. But what is that like for you too, being able to teach somebody else? Because, right, I'm I'm a big fan of uh, you're blessed to be a greater blessing, right? So you have skills, you have tools, right? But now you get to empower somebody else in the hopes yeah, you kind of see like they might. Oh, dang, I I showed them that little hook right there. Like how? But how does that feel for you? Like like you said, you know, you you get to say, oh, I showed them that. It feels no, it feels great. It feels amazing. Um. Uh, you see them do it and then you work with them, work with them, you know, day after day. And then they finally get the hang of, you know, you yeah. always get better at something, but then they yeah. finally pick it up and it's like, okay, you've been paying attention. That's for sure. So, you know, I mean, it, feel, it feels good teaching too, for sure. So I'm going to ask this too. Has anybody in the family, I know you, you got, you're legalized, but they ain't trying to test you in the process growing up, right? Yeah. Let me see what little bro got. Cause oh, I'm sorry. like, man, but <laughs> I mean, and the thing about it though, bro, to me again, it's just, it's a blessing to see. Cause I always seen something and you didn't know what it was going to be. I'm like, hey, okay, where is it? And then I saw a couple years ago, I was like, Steve was like, that's Zoe. I said, what? <laughs> Same face. But I'm like, okay, he's serious about this. Um, Anybody out there listening though, too, though, man, like deciding early, what, what Outside of you said you feeling it came to you though, but some people may not get that feeling, but they get in that mode and want to train. What are some things you would tell them to kind of focus on at an early age to just just get better? I wouldn't say be successful, just learn to get better at, a, at an early age. Anybody, because I mean, for me, boxing also helps like mental health as far as just focusing, working on strength, inner self, your core, your mind. But what would you tell them advice? Because it's not going to be easy though. Too, it's not like just a wake up and I can do this type of thing. It's definitely not going to be easy. The um, the number one piece of advice I would give to anybody, you know, not just for boxing, trying to do anything they want to put their mind to, mm-hmm. is don't be okay with just doing enough. Don't be okay with doing enough. With just doing enough. Because that's why you already said, I'm kind of do the extra one. Exactly. Do one more. Do one more. That's dope, man. Do one more. Um, okay. Before we get some, shout out to Loyalty. Loyalty, uh, Loyalty makes royalty. And um, I got another little little calling thing going out, man. A little just putting stuff out, man. So shout out to all the sponsors who help the show. Um, who watch all my viewers, man? Anybody who bought a T-shirt, bought some merch, man, leave a like in the comment section. Um, also, yeah, I did bring a small for my man, but what's one of the homies, man? It's called Born to Lead. He's out of Fresno. Um, I know it's candy yeah. colors, but I know you went to Sack High, but it's the one I uh, have. But, yeah, but also, man, Born to Lead, nice. though, man, because I know just it's seeing you right now. A lot of people sure. watching you, and um, appreciate I, I appreciate you, man. But let's talk. This is your first time in a in in a in about that counted. 
what was on your if you can remember what it was like what was that feeling like because i mean i know you can spar you can train you can talk to coach but now i actually have to step in this ring and defend myself and be aggressive what was that like for you you know um i feel like most kids their first bout no matter how long they've been training you know it's, it's always a difference between training sparring or fighting mm -hmm. so i feel like most kids get too jittery they get nervous and then they start like having negative thoughts in their head for mm -hmm. me it was the opposite I was too, I was like so hyped. Hype Coach up. had to calm me down, like still remember the game plan, still remember what we did and, you know, just go in there and be you and just listen. Talking game plan, Coach, I mean, like I said, different sports, but similar thing, right? So is it reviewing tape, um, notes on on people? Like what is that What is that process like to get ready for a bout against an opponent? Oh, yeah. Yeah, especially now at the national level. Yeah, we'll, me and Lorenzo will sit there and watch because it's bracketed. Right. Okay. Because those are the tournaments, right? Because I watched. Right. I think a year ago you were somewhere, and I watched uh, Steve. You were online. I was watching it. Right. Whatever you think, I was like, okay, he's right. moving up. I'm like, okay, I'm watching. I gotta watch. I'm like, he's. I'm really watching. It. I, I mean, I watch it, right. but more so, it's more so meaningful to watch somebody I know now. So I'm not missing. I'm like, okay, I like, he gotta fight again. I'm like, dang. Okay. You gotta make weight every day and fight and win every day. You lose, you're out. So yeah, it's. I, I watch. I, I record the the kid, mm -hmm. the two the boys that are fighting, right. yes. the winner that we're gonna fight the next day okay. i record it i watch it all night i don't sleep on them tournaments i maybe get an hour a night but so, yeah it's a lot of watching me and lorenzo will sit down and watch we'll watch his fight from the previous night uh -huh. and tweak you did this good we got to correct this you know or whatever it is and make adjustments That's um crazy. so when then, do you when do you rest <laughs> whenever i can right now it's 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 all over the your place. go right yeah two hours here three hours here tower here because i'm i mean i'm just thinking as far as again you want to bring your a game yeah. Even in practice sparring, yeah, my fight night too. But also, you really have to be because you're preparing him for that. So you gotta go study more yeah. too. He can study with you, but he gets to try to, you know, that's and that's one thing. Again, people don't see that behind because right. your job's not done. Can I add to that? Yeah, for sure. Um, every in any sport, the coaches want the players focused. Right. 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 You gotta get your rest. You gotta do this. It's gotta be the same. Right now, the level that Lorenzo's at and the guys that he's he just got out of camp with. Virgil Ortiz, 18-0, 18 knockouts. Uh, we're sparring Victor Postal. We're sparring these former or future or current world champions. Mm -hmm. I have to be just as much or if not more focused than Lorenzo. I got to, I'm going, for example, sparring at Freddie Roach's. I got Freddie Roach and yeah. Marvin Simorio or Pepe Riley, Legends. whoever he has in the corner with him. Right. They're making adjustments. I got to make those adjustments. I got to be on my A game just as well as Lorenzo and he's got to listen to me and I got to listen to him and the communication is right, everything right, right. I and mean then, and that's all that's an all-time high pride communication yes. sport because you have to make split decisions yes. but also in the mix of a bout you have to be able to hear voice over everybody no else yeah I was gonna, no yeah right pause no, ain't no pause <laughs> no, not to the sure. bell ring yeah. that's a quick one too right so you can't be like what no yeah. so I mean that's how long would it take did it take you guys think to really get you guys this communication clicking me once you started yeah day one that's crazy. Day one. The, the chemistry me and this kid have right here. It's different. Yeah, it's like father and son. Even I'd say even greater than father and son. It's uh we don't even gotta talk no more. We, and that's that's how have, you know, right? That's you know almost on the same page. Yeah. Your cohesive unit. Right. He you can be sparring and in it sparring with, for example, when he was sparring with Virgil Ortiz. Mm -hmm. Uh he's in sparring, he's on the he's looking at me in a sparring and we'll make eye contact real quick. He knows what I'm doing. That's, yeah. but that's those hours right those hours clocked yeah where right. we know okay now it's just verbal visual like right. i'll give you some sign and he calls it that one percent that's what he calls oh it. no it's yeah that one percent you know it come around i mean i talk about a couple of teammates i mean having college played or like to this day we still whatever if we got on the court 
They know we know what it is. Yeah. But we played so many hours together. We went and run so many plays the same way or the same set or no. Right. It's like I just gotta look at my boy and that's it. So sure. that's what's up. So let me ask you, man, coming from here, being who you said, you know, said the little one around hanging out, but also when you first walked to the gym, now outside of you doing boxing, but now bro, for real, traveling, competing, seeing the world, was it something you already knew right then was gonna take place? You know initially? I, you know I didn't from the jump, no, I didn't initially, no, I didn't know that's what that was gonna take place. But I knew, you know, whatever you wanna do in life, you gotta work hard. You yeah. can't cut corners. Uh you gotta give it your all. You know, and coach tells me every day, what you get is sport is what the sport is gonna give you. And you I'm pretty sure that's out. what every other sport too, is just this sport's one of the sports that you're not going to get away with stuff. You know, you got somebody across from you trying to knock your head off. Yeah. You know, it's you and your coach and the rest of your team. But at the mm-hmm. end of the day, it's just you and that ring, you and the other guy. So um, I didn't know, but as the work start coming in, we start progressing, winning, um, going, sparring different pros, getting in, in different training camps. Mm-hmm. Uh, it definitely, uh, I definitely started to see like, okay, the hard work starting to pay off. And coach tells, another thing he tells me every day is you're, you're depositing money in the bank. Every day you work, mm-hmm. it's money to be in deposited in the bank. Now, the check when the cash, that's the only thing, right? You exactly. don't know when. But if you're making deposit when that right. thing comes. For sure. That direct deposit, that hit, they ain't going to hit. We can <laughs> sit back and you know, we, sure. we can enjoy that. Um, how does it feel for you, though, man, just to represent that the last name of the family? I mean, it's it's big family, man. Like I said, y'all y'all run deep, but y'all support each other. But y'all also, like, nah, people rocking with you, though, bro. But also, you, you got a chip on your shoulder, too, all right? Because you want to sure. put the name on the map for real. Yeah. How does that feel? Um, you know, it feels amazing. I won't say to carry the family, but to kind of carry the yeah. family because, you know, um, my brothers and them, they're great athletes, yeah. you know, might have had a bump in the road to where they couldn't overcome the right. challenges like we said earlier. Um, so then they, they're they still doing good and stuff. But, yeah. you know, to actually see my older siblings mistakes and to overcome that, like, OK, now I know what not to do. Yes. And they and they're and I'm just they're They kind of paved the way for me. Well, and, you know, I, I know they poured back into you like, hey. You, you pay attention to mom and dad too, but I know you paying attention. But I know they were like, "Hey, bro, this is what you gotta look out for. Exactly. This is what I didn't do, but as it should be." Right? We talked about that offline before. Stuff's going on. If we would just give back and mentorship and guide a little better, like sure. and tell people we could, they could avoid some of these issues and these problems, man. Because, but I also think on the other hand, it's dope, man, because you are working for what you are putting your deposit in, right? So yes, anybody who has that net last name or knows, they probably like, "Hey, man, you're, it's not just you. Yeah. We, we, you, everybody riding yeah. with you." You know what I mean? So that's the dopest thing. Um, traveling. I mean, you travel as a younger, we did travel, but now to move at a different scale traveling and kind of add, this is your business and your career, why is that? Do you get tired of the planes and up and down and moving? No. <laughs> no. 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 Nah, you cool. Can't. Okay, let me, who was the biggest or most influential boxer you've met so far in your career? Outside of myself? Yeah, outside of yourself. I would say Shakur. Shakur Stevens. I mean, hey, I like the young buck. Definitely do. I like his vibe too, but yeah. he's he's a workaholic. Yeah, I, I see him workaholic, but I like his. He's very locked in and focused. I like his core, sure. and he's tough with him. He's, he's yeah, he's we, calling that for sure. We actually sparred him when we was ranked number one in the U.S. and we had went to the and at the end of 2017 and we went to the Olympic Training Center in Colorado Springs. Uh, I think it was February of 2018 or somewhere around there. Yeah. We actually had got a couple rounds in. So how him. old is he? 20, 23, 24. So you're, yeah. bro, you're not like you're getting ready to hit this next little phase where those guys are in that. So like Shakur, who else is he kind of young? What are the, any of the young ones like that? Twenty is what about the um kid from Baltimore, man? Oh, Javante Davis. Javante, oh, he's yeah. he's Tank. about I, Tank's he's, about twenty five, maybe a little older. Okay, okay, but I've been like I said, I've been with the last two years. I've been more locked in on like the 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 up and coming and the, the I've been watching that a little bit. I could watch you because I'm like, okay, now where is this going to fit in? Now I'm trying to think like just down the picture, like where am I going to see his first little thing at? Um, 
when you're in a ring with somebody like that, though, I mean, outside of you knowing you, you, you the dude, mm-hmm. and coach, you can also assess this too, though. Um, got to prove a point. You out there to let them know, like, yeah, I'm, I'm in this thing. Yeah, <laughs> but you know, it's the same as you should show everybody else. You don't want to drop to nobody level. So just because right, you're right. in there with with a guy that's at a higher level or who didn't, who has more experience or who can probably pick up on things quicker than you can and stuff. You know, it's, don't don't be in there losing your composure, like, or don't get too nervous. You know, just mm-hmm. be you. Listen, that's what's up. Yeah, like that's I tell them, uh, it doesn't matter who you're in there with. Mm-hmm. Like Shakur, Virgil Ortiz, Victor Postol, uh, whoever you're in there with, learn off of them because they got more experience off mm-hmm. uh, than you. They're pro. Um, learn off them. If they do something and they hit you with the shot, you got to note that, right? Like, okay. Do it. Do it back to them. Right. Try try what they do on you. Try it on them. That's how you. That's how you level up and you get better. That's what's up, man. Also, gotta shout out the, the the boxing, uh, danger zone boxing, man. Make sure you guys Thank tap you. in, man. Like sure, I said, man. I was telling telling Zoe, and I'm gonna talk. She's probably watching now. She's gonna watch the shout out to Steph, man. Did take care of the Braves, man. She said she she saw the young fella years ago. Knew he was gonna be good. She was like, she was supporting. She was happy to see he was gonna be on the show. Shout out to uh, Braves by Steph, man. If y'all need y'all, your Braves done, tap in, man. She got bars for yeah. real. I'm just telling you. Um, but yeah, she was definitely like she was. She was proud of you, man. She saw you back then, and she was gonna be watching, man. So like I said, and you never know, bro. That's the thing about the show in this space right now. It's like, man, we never know who may be inspired or somebody who may actually be like, oh, like I said, known you for years. Like, I'm glad to get back in contact with you or see you, man, and follow you along the way right now, man, into your journey. So, um, pre-game or pre, you know, locker room, everybody got that stuff, man. What's what's in your headphones or what kind of things you do to get that? Cause like I said, man, it's just different. I couldn't imagine what the hell I'm about to go out here in this mm-hmm. ring and somebody's gonna try to. How do you prepare? But so, what kind of what gets you in that mode, or what are you doing pre-fight, headphone music, or reading, or anything like that? Yeah. So while I'm getting wrapped up, I listen to music. You know, my favorite artist, playing? Rod Wave. You know, okay. I got a couple of my kids in high school. He love. They like For Rod sure, Wave. Yeah. He like man. Shout out to J Rock, man. Jalen Vado. He like coach, coach. Man, you sleeping on Rod Wave, man? So, okay. Go with himself. But um, when it's time to talk and the hand wraps is over with, the earphones come out. You know, just uh, us going over the game plan. You know, and me telling myself in my head, you know, you've been here before. All the hard work is paying off, you know, so just get in there and show for it. That's definitely dope. Coach, I mean, you spend time, <laughs> lack of sleep. I understand it probably comes from within. But where do you find the energy at after a long day of training or tra- days of training, weeks of training, night preparing video to still be at your to, – to, you're going to give your effort, right, but to be at your best on that fight day. What do you do to get ready that day of, or during that process? Um I don't listen to music. I just focus on, I need to be the best me uh-huh. for this for kid. Yes. I'm sure. responsible for, he's in that ring. I'm responsible for what happens. I'm responsible for making the adjustments and telling him, seeing everything, focusing, having him instruct him to make the adjustments mm-hmm. and what to do. You're doing great. But then I give him a little rope, a little leeway on that leash to where if you see something, do it. If you see something in there, take it. You're the one who are, who's in the ring. But Mine is just watching videos, tape, going over over the fight in my head. Um, yeah, just stay so with another person. How long have you been doing this? Training, coach, at 95, 96. What made you put to get your foot in that room? What what interests you? What sport? Did you box prior to, to training? Yeah, fight? As an amateur, yeah. Okay. As an amateur, um, trained, sparred a lot of guys. Um, Ronito Dadir, I sparred Rogelio Castaneda, just approached mm-hmm. around Sacramento, uh, sparred a lot, trained, but like kind of like from day one where Lorenzo knew, hey, I want to be a fighter. Mm-hmm. I knew I want to be a teacher. Right. 
So with my old trainer, Don Conley, I give all my mm -hmm. credit of what I know and what I've done with Lorenzo to him. Yeah. Rest in peace. But uh, yeah, I, I, I told him, I want to I want to do what you do. Oh. And I just for four or five years, I just soaked everything I could off of him before he retired. Take it in, study. And then, yeah. And then I volunteered at that gym from 1999 when Don retired to okay. 2009 when it shut down. So people don't people overlook that volunteer part not not a year 10 years yeah well of, all together probably 14 of just giving your time though you know what i mean for something else or somebody else right somebody else something you weren't it wasn't right. a regular full paycheck if you were got something but you were volunteering right. because of your feeling for the game for the for the sport for somebody else's child uh whether it be male or female that's not for everybody no. but also i think it should be recommend recommend recommended because or applauded because People don't want to do it. Right. I mean, here every not a year, yeah. fourteen years. No, and I didn't get paid a penny for that. Fourteen years, but also, right? You told him you were depositing those. You were making right. deposits, right? Right. Exactly. You're right. making deposits. So now again, right. you tell him the same thing: that's deposit, right. deposit. But this is the way you get your award too, and that's the bigger picture of life, right? Because that's that's how you get that feeling and that kind of okay. Hey, yeah. You know, your your trainer resting in peace. But he's probably like, okay, look, hey, I see it. Yeah, you know, and that's the that that's a dope thing to do, man. I applaud you for that and paying it forward to the young fella, and also, but also keeping them straight, because I mean, as we know, other things, kids can be other things, right? Doing other things, right. certain certain ways, man. And big props to you. Yes, and we talk about that, and even right now, talk about that a little bit real quick, though. Just how do you limit those? Because I know, bro, you you got to swag, you got style, you got the, you got you got the full smile, bro. I mean, you're you're. You're known in the city or anyway, off top, boxing or not, but then now just through social media stuff, how do you really get away from that as often as you should to, to focus on what you want to do? You know, I, I think it's definitely kind of just being tunnel vision. You know, like I said, just like basically if I'm not at home, if I'm not in the gym, I'm at home. I don't go out to parties. I don't I do not do none of that. So it's like I'm, I'm a homebody if I'm not in the gym, which most of the time I'm in the gym. So, you know, distractions never really get to me. Um, like I said, yeah, just being tunnel vision, you know, just can – Nothing can get me distracted. You know, people say never say never, but I won't get distracted. Well, also, when you know where you want to be at, what exactly. you want to do. It's not coming this realm. I don't need to be in here. You know, my vision. For sure. Um, Coach about it before. I know I saw it on the news. Um, running. Were you in Sacramento, South Sac? Or North Sac? Where you running? When, uh, oh, yeah. I was actually, um, it was like two, three miles from my house. From the house, running around. It was it early morning? Like afternoon. Two in the evening, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay, afternoon. Like so at mid after midday, I mean, like I said, and gentlemen, like you having a, having a good heart and just taking a run, exercising. You find a purse, pick it up, find the money in it. It was ID in there as well. Yes. So, and like we know, man, but I know why you did it. But how rewarding it was for you to make for her to get that back, and because I'm sure, like you said, I think I believe in she was. Just, I mean, it could be it's static. She was. Sure. It was tough. Not knowing, but um, just to see that accomplishment and the, the relief on her face. Did you actually get to give it back to her personally? Uh, so I didn't. She was actually gone. Okay. But um, after I got done with my run, let my body cool down and stuff, okay. I went over there. And her neighbor seen me at her door. Uh -huh. So I was letting her neighbor know, like, what happened oh, okay. and stuff. And then she was like, oh, wow, that's great. You're like, you're a gentleman. And yeah. then she wanted to um, reward me. She gave me 50 bucks. Yeah. But I didn't want to just take it. I, I, I didn't do it for the money. Yeah. So I gave her two of my shirts because I sell my shirts for $25 a piece. Okay, so cool. I kind of like... Yeah. Try to give her money for it. There you go. So then um, one of her other neighbors came out, and then she was explaining to her neighbor, but I had to get back because I had to get to the gym. I'm not going to be late <laughs> to the gym. Work. Put these hours in. Yeah. So um, that's how that kind of went. That's and, um, you know, I just thought of it of 
what what would I want somebody to do if it was me or if yeah. it was somebody I knew or I was related right. to? You know, I would want them to do the same thing. So I didn't need a right. reward yeah. to show for what I did. Yeah, man, that's definitely a blessing. And you, I'm sorry, you saved her a lot of heartache and, and pain. But also, again, there's another deposit. It just came in different forms. Right. For sure. But now you probably got a supporter for life. Yeah, <laughs> I know she's rocking a t-shirt. She, you know what I mean? Like you probably got supported for life, and that's that's the dope thing, man, about about doing good things, good karma, putting good vibes in the in the air, stuff like that too. Um, so at the end of every show, stuff like that. Actually, no, before we end it though, what's next though, bro? Get ready, because I mean, springtime for me. I know it's busy, but like, what's what you guys got next? What you plan? Like, they just got back in town today from grinding. You know, what I'm saying, the young said, "Hey, coach, I'm gonna be there. I'm gonna fly in." I'm like, "Hey, you know, if you can't make it," but he's like, "No, I'm gonna be there." What's next? What's on the agenda for you guys coming up, man? On the calendar that we can share people because I definitely make sure they lock in yeah. and tap we're, in with you. We're uh, we back down to Southern California every week, every okay. weekend, Friday, Saturday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, but we fly out for Cleveland, Ohio, April okay. 20th. We'll be there April 20th till March 3rd. April 20th till March, March 3rd. 3rd. It's, okay. Uh, USA Boxing National. Till May 3rd. May 3rd. Okay. Yep. Gotcha. USA Boxing National Qualifier. Uh, okay. National. So. We gotta win this. Okay, yeah. Bring it back now is that a nationally televised event too? Yes. Okay, cool. Yeah, so, so make sure you guys tap in. Yeah, sure. Um, follow young dude. Like I said, before the end, I'm sure once they post everything, I'm definitely gonna re-blast it out so we can all be on our sure. TVs and our links and watch and stuff like that, man. So um as you're getting prepared for the national qualifiers, I'm gonna just be clear, after the qualifier, is there something else after that? When's the next actual because you're qualifying for something? When is that what are you qualifying for? You to qualify do what qualify for the USA nationals in December. Okay. Um, but in between that, in the Golden Gloves start in June, and that carries you got to win Northern California, then okay. state, then regional, then the nationals are in Oklahoma in August, I believe. Then there's another national tournament. It's not a qualifier, it's just right. the nationals in Kansas City in July. But what the qualifier is for, it's for December. Mm -hmm. You got to qualify top three. I believe it's top three, and you 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 go to nationals in December, and this is an 2023 will be okay. prior to an Olympic year. Mm -hmm. So, oh, okay. yeah, you win there, you make USA Boxing Olympic team. And that's the goal. That's, yeah. Get to the, get to the Olympics. Yeah. Yes. For right now, yes. Get to the right Olympics. Now. Yeah. yeah that's so, it. potentially from now till this, did we say December was the last one this year? Yes. How many potential fights could he or he Between fight? the four turn, I try to get him fights locally or within California. Mm -hmm. Can't get him a fight, which is fine. But uh, between the four tournaments, if everything goes well, um, 20, 25, maybe 20. So is there a is there a certain number of cap you try to do a year? Or how Fights? does that work? Yeah. Yeah. Right before COVID, we were about to take off. Okay, we're going to go all oh, okay. around, you know, Oregon, California, okay. Nevada, and, and get fights. COVID happened. That kind of set us back on the number gotcha. of the fights. Earlier, I know I didn't get to answer the question it was at the beginning you were asking what number of fights and i oh. said oh some kids have 100 right 60 80 good okay. at national level most of it 90 percent of his fights 95 percent of them have been at the national level oh. against other top kids within the u.s so the number right now is probably double what he has maybe around 80 mm -hmm. yeah that's what's up man yeah. it's, it's it's busy time man so it's gonna right. get real busy yeah. for you yeah. um so at the end of every show man like in basketball we call it a triple threat right you drill pass or shoot but just in life, sports, coach, I'm going to get yours first, too, but you're triple threat. What are three things, coach, that you would um, tell somebody who's interested in boxing or just advice you would give somebody just in general that you've learned from either yourself, from somebody who's taught you, or just something that you would just want to give out in the, in the world for somebody listening who's interested in, in, in this sport to hang their hat on? I think three things that you kind of like, you know what, this is what my foundation is based on. 
with boxing. Yeah, or it can be anything. Yeah. Actually, it's open though. Anything doesn't um, matter. Okay. Yeah. Uh, well, for I'll, I'll do boxing. Okay. For boxing. You get, if you're gonna do it, do it right. Okay. There, even if you go into a gym and hey, I just want to train. I don't want nothing to do with sparring or fighting. That's okay. But give it your all. If you're gonna do it, give it your all. Give it your boxing all. is a very unforgiving sport. Hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. Uh, you cut corners, you cheat on it. It's like a relationship. Mm-hmm. It'll never be the same. And it'll boxing will let you know. Gotcha. And that's what I've always told told Lorenzo. You're gonna do it. Okay. We're gonna do something. Give it your we're all. We're gonna do it 100. And then, a quote that Don Conley, my old trainer, used to say is, "Not everybody's gonna be a world champion." You gotta realize boxing, that. Uh-huh. But all the kids that are in the gym will turn them into champions in life. Integrity, mm-hmm. discipline, respect. Right. You know, and I try to teach that to the kids that are right. in the gym. Gotcha. So basically, that's what's up, that, man. Yeah. That's that's good. I mean, that that's big. Just life lessons, right? The sports, the foundation of sports should be that anyway. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's what's up. That's so, right. what about you? Three things, man. Because I mean, you're at the age right now. You may, I mean, you may already know you are a role model some kids, or you inspire some kids, but also sure. you inspire adults to be like, hey, man, that you know. So, three things that you kind of hang your hat on, or kind of your foundation <laughs> of you as a person, or you as a sport, whatever you want to give, man. For boxing, I. Pretty much the same exact what Coach said. Mm-hmm. But um, for life, I would say, you know, just for in general, before you make, before any of you make your next move, choice, think of the choice, the chance, and the consequence. Choice, That's what chance, life is about to me. Choices, chances, and consequences. The choice you make mm-hmm. will be like the chances you will take for that. And okay. then the chances you take for that might be the consequences you have to face. Yep. So, you know, just before you make that next move, before you go out, choice, before chance, you do something, just think, what's the, okay, think, is this a good choice? Yeah. What what, what chances are I'm taking if I do this? And what what would the conse- consequences, consequences be? Yeah. So that's what I definitely the think. Choice, you know, chance, consequences. For sure. You might, Three yeah. C's. Hey, I put that on a shirt. Man. We about for to get sure. that and put his own name on that, man. Sure, because man. that's 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 real, though, if they play hand-to-hand. I mean, especially you got a choice even in the ring. Quick choices, exactly. though. You got to think quick because if not, <laughs> that consequence <laughs> for you, good or bad for him, I could get it. But it's like, yeah. that's, and that's quick reaction. Right. That's quick, man. Um, I appreciate you guys taking time out today for real. And, you know, it's best of luck to you, bro, man. And if I definitely can catch a fight, too, I'm definitely going to catch one live and in person. But if not, I'll be tuning in, man. Um, and, again, before we get out of here, man, my, just my condolences to everybody, family, anybody, family who's been affected by everything that went on last night here in SAC. Um, downtown, but just across the world too. Stuff is going on across the world. Let's not lose sight of that either, man. We just want to get back to a better place of peace and humbleness and love, man, and just care because I mean it's a better place. It's a better place when we care for each other, love each other, and look out for each other, man. Um, you guys be safe on that road, up and down the airways, in the rings, man. But also handy business, man. You already know, man. Like sure. I said, you got nine one six on the back too, man. Because we rocking with you, you know what I'm saying. We, I'm saying, you no longer the little bro, man. You're the big, big, big little bro. So we, you know what I'm saying. Um, from Coach, from, from Renzo, Coach JT, man. We appreciate y'all for listening today, man. 94 feet with Coach JT. We out. Peace. Yep. Thank you, Coach JT. Thank you. Thank you. No problem. Appreciate it. Good job, man. Definitely dope. So it looks like he might actually got it on live.